0: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
1: Well, when it comes to getting broken up or, or someone breaking up with you, who takes it worse or who takes it harder, men or women?
2: I feel like the men do.
3: I think it's whoever's getting dumped.
1: Oh,
4: okay. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> that's, that's
2: a good answer, too. I'll
4: say women.
1: Okay, well, men are 25% more likely than women to say they get
2: heartbroken and lovesick yeah.
4: after Aww. a relationship
1: ends. We
2: try to put up a front, but we're really... Bris- Lady, you've broken us. Ladies, we're <laughs> fragile. We really are.
4: Like
3: a bomb.
2: Yeah.
4: Is it that or is we just realize we're not going to have anybody to do all the things for us that we don't want to do? <laughs> I don't know about that. Kato, Well, I mean, I'd do <laughs> all them myself, but I mean, I can imagine, Tom, if anything were to happen, God forbid, would,
1: you wouldn't go hungry. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't. It, we've got DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> well, the men, they're the ones that feel heartbroken and lovesick after someone breaks up with them. 28% of people have gotten professional help to try to get uh, over an ex. And by professional help, I mean a hitman. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a joke. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. I know somebody. But, but they've hired therapists to get through their lovesickness or this heartbroken feeling that they have.
3: Wow. Yeah. I
2: had a different plan. Mm hmm. Whenever I got dumped or whatever, I would immediately go into high gear workout mode, mm, get in yeah. better shape than ever. Okay. Go out to where I knew that person would be, and I would. If I had to practically pay people mm-hmm. to be on my arms, I would look like I was having the best time of oh, the world. Oh, you needed it, Hawk. Pay them. It's called the
3: revenge body. It's it is me. a thing.
2: I did it. I would. I would go revenge, and I would be like. <laughs> I would even go so far as one time I actually dated one of her best friends just to mess their relationship. Oh wow, wow. wow! No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? If you don't want to spend money on therapists, feel free to just call in with your bad breakup story this morning, and we'll try to get you through it. I can help. <laughs> we can uh, some of the things that, that uh, they say they do after a bad breakup: uh, talking to friends. You're going to take it to a friend and see what they're, you know, feeling about the situation. They overload themselves with work. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> no. No. I've done that though. I put myself into my job. They buy back a long time. Ago. They buy themselves something. So
2: I've yeah. I've done that before. Just go out and buy, you know, like a guitar one time. Kato, I did what you were talking about with mm-hmm. work one time in Nashville. I dated a girl, and during this was when we were still in college. And I uh, during summer break she dumped me, so I stayed there in the summer in Nashville, Tennessee, because I thought I was going to be dating her. So instead, I was at the radio station, and I did what you said. I threw myself into the radio. So then. The next year she came to me and she said, I'd like to get back together, but I don't like you working at that radio station. Wow. Mm. And I said, well, the radio station was there for me and you weren't. So I'm going to stay with the radio station and the rest is history. Bye. Okay. Okay. Let that story be history. Eating comfort (laughs) foods is something that we do after a bad breakup. We go out, party Mm -hmm. a little
1: bit with our friends. Even some people said, get revenge. Think about getting revenge.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's ways, like I said, going out with her friend was the mm-hmm. kind of a revenge. And they also say uh, we get on social media a
1: lot more after a breakup.
3: Yeah, you got to prove that you're doing better. Even if you're, <laughs> you're like sobbing in the club, but they're like, camera, and you're smiling and posing.
1: <laughs> okay, well, we want to hear your bad breakup stories this morning. B9 3.7, hello, tell us your story.
5: Um, we broke up, and I was working somewhere, and she called my boss. It must have been 30, 40 times over the span of like a couple weeks and just trash talking to me and telling him how much of a horrible person I am. Tried to get me fired. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so she that called 30 enough. times to your work? 30 times. My boss had to like block her number and everything. Bad. Did your boss yeah. get mad at you? I mean, kind of. Like personal issues, you know, overflowing at the work like that. Yeah, and but then, you can't help it. I know, but well, if that wasn't uh bad, it got even worse. It was like six months later I moved on i got the I got a promotion and I moved to this other company, and she found out about it, and she called that place now this is at, right after I started working there, and called i don't know ten times <laughs> going off telling them all these different crazy stories that weren't true, the same thing she did to the last vlog. Wow, right? okay.
1: So she's sitting there saying you're crazy and you're unreliable <laughs> and
5: it's the crazy psycho chick calling wow. your work. <laughs> yeah, and then it, it doesn't make me look crazy because she's my egg. Hang on, but... there's
2: a girl on line three who says the guy we're talking to right now is crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. No well,
2: thanks for sharing your story this morning. Wow. Good luck with well, that.
5: Thank you. I'll try
1: hawking tom show you got a story for us
5: yeah man man my crazy ex man one time you know i was dealing with this girl and after we broke up um i started getting like my my account would get uh money pulled out of it uh-huh for for a gym membership right yeah. and it was going on for a long time i kept trying to call it was hard to contact people i couldn't get it cut off i, I went through a lot trying to get it clipped and uh I found out that she did it. My ex signed me up for a, for a gym membership and they was taking money out of my account every month.
2: Wow. Rude. Was she uh, using it for her or was it for you? No, it was it was in my area. She oh, don't okay. even live
5: close to the
6: gym. <laughs> so, so I know
5: what <laughs>
1: So it took you a couple months to figure out that it was coming out of your account, huh?
5: Yeah. She did it out of spite. Yeah, how many
4: people have gym memberships that they join in January, yeah. quit going, and they pay for another year and yeah. not even realize it? Yeah,
2: wow. That, that's, that would make me really mad because I wouldn't be as mad if it was something I wanted but a gym membership. Oh. <laughs> Chick-fil-A <laughs> membership.
1: Cheese yeah. like, of cool. the month club. Yeah. Yeah. Tom signs me up all the time for stuff. The, like with Cecil B. Hollister? Not with Bell money. <laughs> I do charge money to anything. I know, but I get calls all the time for stuff. It's funny. <laughs> yep. All right, well, we, we appreciate you
7: calling. We love you.
5: All right, you have a good one.
1: Good morning. This is a Hawk and Tom Show talking about bad breakups. What's your story?
7: So I had a really, really bad, messy breakup, okay. right? And my boyfriend apparently went out and got a tattoo with my name. Okay. And decided the best course of action was to show up to my house uninvited, unannounced. And show it to me. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay.
2: <laughs> did that win you back over? <laughs> wow.
7: Absolutely not.
2: So you never got back together? I
1: mean, I was more shocked than I've ever been in my life. Well, I mean, but that, that's a big step for him to go out and
2: tattoo your name on his body. It's apparently a dumb step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you didn't get back with him even after he did that?
7: <laughs> no, no. That was oh. too crazy. Oh, that,
2: that's pure love. <laughs> yeah. So Rhyme now this girl. guy's running around with her name tattooed on his body, and <laughs> yeah. she don't even want anything to do with him. Okay. Harsh. Oh
4: I guess he's limited to who he dates now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your
7: name?
1: Oh, too bad. We can't go out. Okay. What's your name?
7: My name's Susan.
3: Oh,
1: wow. Susan. Oh, wow. He's got Susan. Oh. That's even a tough. Like yeah. I don't even know any Susans. I know one.
3: Maybe you can turn it into a butterfly. You just tell everyone
1: your mom is named Susan. All right, we love you. Thanks for sharing your story this morning.
3: You
7: too. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: All right, bye-bye. What's your bad breakup story? (laughs) I feel better about
6: mine.
0: (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B 937
1: Well, we're giving away free advice today about bad breakups. We had some people call in with some really bad breakup stories. Where one lady signed her man up, uh, I guess, after they broke up to a gym membership. He didn't That's even know about cruel. that. cruel. <laughs> yes, I know. But men are 25% more likely than women to say they get heartbroken and lovesick after a relationship ends. I believe it's true. Yeah. Aww. Bless our hearts. <laughs> it's been years for me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now, Tori, you say you have a breakup story?
3: Yeah, I had okay. an ex break into my apartment. After we broke up.
2: Wow. Yeah. What did he break in for?
3: I have no idea. I saw him and I just left him there. That's his apartment now. I didn't even go in. I opened the door and I saw him and I just walked back out casually. Did he see you? I don't know. Wow. We didn't talk afterwards. It was weird. It was, so no. Well, you had to go back to your apartment. Yeah, I just left him there for a while. (laughs) I got my roommate to go back and check and then she was like, he's gone. And that was the end of it. Changed the locks. That oh
2: okay so you didn't change the locks. That's a yeah. good. I just want some of his stuff back.
3: I mean maybe, but call first.
2: I don't know. He was just man. sitting
3: on the couch. It was the weirdest thing.
2: That's weird. So I told <laughs> you that I dated this girl uh-huh. and that I ended up dating her friend uh-huh. just to get revenge. So yeah. I would go over to their apartment when she wasn't there. She lived with him. Mm. And I would see all the stuff I gave her during the relationship. Uh. And I was like, "Can I please take my stuff?" They're like, "No, you can't take your stuff back." And I'm like, "Man, that's my stereo so system." Did would she ever see you there? No, no, no we would all? All, they would never have me over when she was there. But that's weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I, t- I tried to make it weirder.
4: <laughs> I partied it. Well, it was my apartment when I left. Yeah. Uh, but I would uh, when she'd go out of town, I'd party with her friends there oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, she called us she called me one time she goes i knew you were coming over i'm man. like oh you' wow, your friend you've yeah, got great friends <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're not so great but your friends are awesome yeah, exactly. we all <laughs>
1: got issues don't we yeah. all right getting phone calls about bad breakup stories you have a bad breakup story for us
3: yeah i broke up with a guy
7: because he just would keep showing up to my job like every single day and at first i thought it was cute until my manager just had to, like, tell him to stop showing up because he was showing up every single day. Oh, my oh, gosh. gosh. <laughs> All
2: right. What oh. kind of job do you do?
7: I work at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Oh, well, I've been you. kicked <laughs> out of there, too. Have, yeah, have you
4: seen Tom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. So he just kept showing up
7: at your work, huh? I mean, unless he was buying me, like, Laundry, but
6: yeah. I never saw him walking out with a bag. Okay. That's oh. weird.
7: It's a,
4: it's
1: a, Ew. An unusual breakup story there.
4: But you know, there are some that are weird. Yeah. I had an ex that I was scared would show up at my job right here at the studio. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And
4: okay. I'm like, I was scared. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm just going to keep quiet. Yeah. Okay. Try All to be right, well, the nice guy.
2: Here's the thing with the Victoria's Secret is, is, which is creepier? Was he showing up because she worked there, or, w- or was he showing up and he didn't even know she was there. <laughs> yeah. He just shows up there a lot.
1: No.
7: no. Oh, you work here, huh? Ah, <laughs> that's, that's weird. weird. All, right. <laughs> All right. We love you. Thanks for
1: sharing your story this morning. you guys.
7: <laughs>
2: Take care. Hawk and Tom Show, good morning. Hello. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. Who's this? Hey, this is Dylan. Hey, Dylan. What's your story? You got a crazy ex story? I do.
5: Um, So my ex from a few years ago, we were together for, I don't know, like, Two and a half years. And my mom, she's a hairdresser. Okay. Um, She started to go and see my mom while we were together. And after we broke up, she continued to go see her. Right. It started to get weird. Like, she started to, like, ask. My my mom, you know, she's a business person. Was like trying to ask, you know, about my personal life because I started dating new people. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So, yeah. how, how many times would she go see her?
5: That's where it started getting weird. It, um, it was like every few months, and then it started to become like once a month. And then once every, like, couple of weeks.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, my, my gosh. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: My every couple of weeks. Things, it's like,
1: I'm tired of this color. Let me change it to something else. By the way, how's Dylan?
0: Hi, <laughs> awesome. Well,
1: also,
2: Fortune, too. If she's getting it cut mom, shorter each time, she's probably, like, bald by the end of this couple <laughs> of months. Yeah. It's my like, mom, you don't even want to date her at that thing. point. My mom does other things,
5: too, like eyebrows and stuff. And so she would come in and schedule for those, too. So she was, like, racking up all these huge bills. And then asking my mom uh, like ways to
2: try and get us back together. (laughs) You know it better than anybody. Did your mom come to you? She's like, listen, we can't afford to lose her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. uh, (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's crazy yep. I think the worst thing Happened to me Is a girlfriend Would go and try To have lunch With my mom And just really? chat
4: Oh, Okay yeah Now see I, My mom would be the one She would spill the guts She would tell the gr- She'd tell her Everything about me Oh wow He's unhappy now <laughs> <right>? <laughs> He's <laughs> just miserable little... And
1: your mom Wasn't a hairdresser Still is, is right Still is Yeah, yeah. So
4: I, I, you know When you're sitting In that chair You just seem to talk Like it's a therapist Yeah And, yeah. and they'll talk back And answer your questions
3: Imagine saying Something wrong though to the ex's mom while she's got your head under that sink. (laughs) That could go wrong.
2: And I could imagine this getting really to the point where she's starting to like, you know, make suggestions and it would get awkward fast.
1: When I was in high school, I I asked my mom to help me get back together with a girl. (laughs) How? You call her mama until you call her mama if you don't mind. That's sad. I I know. Did it work? No. Of course not. No, it did not. (laughs) Well, she she moved. Yeah. Maybe I need to call in. (laughs) Anyway, we appreciate you calling, Dylan. Thanks for that uh,
5: unusual story. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting me call. (laughs) You're welcome. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
1: So this is group therapy today, and apparently there's a lot of bad breakups here in the upstate. Yeah. We find out that guys take it worse than girls when it comes to being heartbroken and lovesick after a bad breakup.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're getting a lot of calls from people who have been through some bad breakups. <laughs> well, some doozies, too, <laughs> just to let you know. B93.7, hello.
6: Hey, Hawk, this is Cheryl. Are y'all still taking calls about crazy exes?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
6: Okay. Well, I had a crazy ex. Who, uh, just after we broke up, would not leave me alone. Kept showing up at my house when I wasn't there. Hmm. And walking around and, you know, leaving notes in weird places. <laughs> and then one day in
1: weird places.
6: <laughs> That's a Garth. <laughs> yes! I mean, seriously. In the bushes. <laughs> on oh. windowsills. I mean, it was crazy. Wow. And they, oh. were, they were rude, nasty little letters. Oh. And, you know, who was I with? you know, carnally <laughs> at that moment. <laughs>
1: and wow. So
6: anyway, one night he decided that he was upset enough with me that he was going to break in my house. Well, I had deadbolts on every door. Uh-huh. He never had a key. All right. And uh, he decides that he's going to dig out the deadbolt on a solid glass door. Oh. And I'm like, really? He, was, he just couldn't break it? <laughs> 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 <So> anyway... <laughs> So anyway, long story short, I had to have him arrested for harassment, and uh, he he was on a twenty-five dollar bond.
3: Oh wow! And
6: nobody would get him out for three months
3: until he went. <laughs>
6: wow! To
2: court. Oh, you know how to pick him? Yeah, that's funny.
6: Oh yeah, we well, dodged me, the bullet. Rebound there. bad?
2: Yeah, you
1: dodged I, the bullet. I have
6: the ugliest rebound, but here's the better part: we went to court. The judge read all these random letters, and uh. He said, "Well, where are you? Shouldn't you be at work?" And he said, "Oh, I don't work." And he said, "Oh, well, sounds like you need thirty more days of of our hospitality." Oh wow! <laughs> <He> <laughs> back in jail. Oh wow! Oh, no, now he has no bond for twenty five more days. Oh, <laughs> I mean, thirty more great. days. Is this going so, on
2: right now? Uh,
6: no, no, God, no.
7: Okay,
1: <laughs> all right. Well, we, we right, dodged now. a bullet there. We love you. Thanks for calling.
2: Yeah, y'all are welcome. Bye. All right, love you. Bye. Talking Tom. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what you got for us?
0: So my, uh, my ex, we had been dating for a little more than two years, and I found out that she was, uh, unfaithful, and I found out she was, and, uh, this was in and around Christmas time, and, uh, I had bought her a nice, uh, a nice necklace, so instead of giving her that, um... That was engraved with her name. Uh, I had it read engraved that said uh, "ho ho ho" on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. Did she
2: understand?
0: Yeah, and uh, whenever people would ask, you know, what's that for, I basically tell them it's like, well, because that, you know, that's what it is. And every now and again, people would refer to her. They say,
1: uh, "The same hey, guys,
0: calls- Christmas." Christmas came early this year. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so does she still wear the necklace? Uh, probably not, but I <laughs> hope she does so People know what kind of person she is. Did you break
2: up with her, like, on the spot, or how did that shake down?
0: Uh, Pretty much on the spot because yeah. I, uh, I walked in on them, and I turned right back around. And I was like, nope, we're done.
2: Okay.
1: And
0: it was one, one of your friends? older brother yeah my uh, my best friend's older brother okay.
2: oh That's so sad. how did that affect your relationship with your best friend
0: oh it didn't affect our relationship at all because he's always been more like a uh, a brother to me mm. and his older brother was kind of like the uh i don't want to say the mistake of the family the black sheep, black sheep family yeah. Oh, man. So,
2: well, that sucks you had so to go through really that, man. Yeah, That sucks. But, I, I, but I'm glad it turned out, hopefully, for the best in the long run. All
1: right. We love you, man. We love you. She, yeah, she don't, but we God. do.
0: Oh.
1: Hawk's lying. He's yeah. seen other people, it. <laughs> All right. Take care.
0: Yeah, you too. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Man. All right. Man, I thought I went through are, some bad breakups. Yeah, they're riding <laughs> each other. I know. <laughs> I know. All right. This is a Hawk and Tom show morning.
0: It's the Hawk and Tom Show
2: on B93.7. Parenting can be very difficult. Hardest thing I've ever done. It's the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Yeah. But it can be very challenging at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been very fortunate. I think I have kids that are better than I deserve. For sure. But <laughs> even even great kids still have their moments. And... Um, I think I've always been afraid that I would get kids that were like me. Okay. And I've been blessed not to do that because I know I was a holy terror when right? <laughs> I was 15 years old and maybe a few years on either side of that, give or take 15.
1: <laughs>
4: I'm keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I was at church one time and I was complaining because the kids were running around all over the place. I'm like, man, they drive me crazy. And it's like, you just wait. Just wait until you get a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want that. I didn't want to hear that at the time.
4: Yeah,
3: you're like, those kids are so bad. Oh, those are my kids.
1: Yeah.
4: And a lot of times parents don't realize it's their kids doing it. I had yeah. family. We'd go to dinners. Yeah. And we'd have a big table of family. And two of the youngest kids at the time would literally be running around the table. Mm-hmm. And the parents yeah. were just had no clue. They were in deep conversation with other family members. and And I'm like. Get your kids. Yeah, Yeah, are driving me crazy. Yeah, and they were, what, 14 and 15? Uh, Probably 18,
2: 20.
1: Get those kids settled
2: down. We worked with a guy, and we were at a really nice restaurant on the beach. This was in Tampa. And this couple comes over and says, Excuse me, but your children are throwing ice cream at us. Oh, They were sitting at their table, and these Mm. kids were coming over with the spoons, just flinging ice cream at a couple. And I'm like, Oh, my God. God, I'd I'd, I'd I'd had a heart attack, honestly. If that was your kids? Yes. Yeah, okay. I would have been yeah. absolutely
4: nuts. I was at a buffet where they have a chocolate fountain at the dessert table. Oh, no. It's oh, a restaurant. Yeah. Kids literally uh-huh. sticking their fingers yeah. Yeah. up yeah. into that chocolate <laughs> yeah, fountain that. and licking it as <laughs> I'm standing there yeah. thinking about putting some chocolate on yeah. something. Oh, and my I'm like,
2: strawberries. I'm going to walk away now and just get the ice cream from the machine. Yeah, uh. What I would do is to take a spoon and put it under there and then fling it on them. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Then they can go tell their parents why they got chocolate all over them. And I'll say, they're lying. It's because they stuck their finger in it. <laughs> That's good.
3: They tripped and fell in yeah. the fountain. Tom, As I an adult, lie.
2: you can make a kid look like a liar pretty easy. Because people <laughs> tend to believe you.
0: So That's just
2: throwing that out there. The, yeah, the thank you for that advice. <laughs> they asked a thousand parents, what is the worst age to be the, a parent of the kid? In other words, mm-hmm. what age is the worst year to parent
3: 13.
2: That's close, but I'm thinking, I, I'm agreeing with this uh, survey.
1: I will say, because the younger years are so precious, it's kind of a lot of life fun, because you live life through them, and all of a sudden, they start getting that attitude. <laughs> yep. So, I'm going to go, I'll go with 14. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go 2. Okay.
2: No, okay. I'm going to say 15, and okay. I've cheated, I've read the study, but so it is 15. 15 is what I, I, that's when I hit my peak. I thought I knew everything. Hmm. I thought my mom and dad were idiots okay. and that I knew more than they did about everything. And but. you look back and you're like, how could you be that big of a punk?
3: The thing is, though, 13-year-olds are accurately mean. Like, when they look at you, they will find something that you are insecure about, and that's what they'll make fun of you for. Really? They'll be like, those love handles. I'm like, dang it, I thought my shirt covered it. What, what 13-year-old are you hanging They're out mean? with? They're mean. None anymore. They bullied me.
1: Wow. <laughs> so you're saying when you were in school... No, Don't she's say like talking about
2: recently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, guys, you guys can't make fun of me anymore. I know. I'm I know. not as
4: weird as she is. My nephew made fun of my shoes. I had bought some white tennis shoes. You can't See? make fun
2: of Tori anymore. Because uh-huh. okay, yeah, your white shoes. <laughs> no, he's got his kids kids making fun of him as yeah,
1: an adult. It,
4: it was my nephew, and, wow. and then not long after, he's wearing white shoes, and I'm like, "What are you doing in white shoes?"
2: He goes, "But well, they're cool now."
1: No, oh, yep. they weren't then. Yeah. The only, only thing I get made fun of is my bad dad jokes, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's yeah, what they say <laughs> is
2: tough about uh, parenting 15-year-olds. Okay. Dealing with their mood swings. Yeah. And that's yeah. true. It's not even completely their fault, man. They've got hormones just right. being like, turn it on full blast today. <laughs> yeah. like, what's going on in I here? I agree. Yeah. Uh, helping them make important life choices like college, where they're going to go. Trying to keep them from doing something to ruin their lives. Yeah. And yeah, one little thing now, there's so many cameras out there. Mm-hmm. If any teenagers are listening, I'm like, you, you can't get away with this. As much as we did. Mm, mm, mm.
1: Social
3: yeah. media. Oh, man. You yeah, got,
2: You got social media. There's cameras on every corner of every garage and every car, <laughs> dashboard cameras, security
1: yeah. cameras. And you
2: know the saying, it takes a lifetime to build up character and one minute to blow it. Nope. Didn't know that one. Yeah.
1: Seems but,
3: accurate, though. Yeah,
1: but yeah.
2: nowadays with these thing. cameras, like I did stuff growing up that would have just, I wouldn't have made it. Because we did things like we would pull up next to the garbage cans with wheels and we would drive off with that thing beside us and yeah. then let go of it? Have you seen that thing on Facebook where the
1: guy, he's sitting there, he's about, I'd say, 35, 40. He's like, hey, I had a bicycle accident and I wrecked and hurt my knee. He goes, uh, I'm telling you this now because I didn't have Facebook when I was 12. <laughs> 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 He's telling you about something he did back then. Oh, he's he he catching yeah. up. Yeah, catching
2: uh, up. Okay. That's funny. Another it thing is for 15 year olds. Is that one of those dad
1: jokes?
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it, it, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Allowing them to make their own mistakes.
1: Well, it's, it's tough to see them because as a parent, you want to help them through that and, and, and not, you, you don't want to see them struggle. And so as a helicopter parent, sometimes you want to step in.
2: It's (laughs) tough for me. Last night I picked up my son from jiu-jitsu and apparently he had been doing a a match with a grown man who had accidentally hurt his wrist, I guess enough that it was sprained or whatever. And I just hated that, you know, because he's sitting there and he's braving it out. He's not crying, but you can tell he's hurting. And I just, you wanted to be able to fix it, and you can't. You can't always fix everything. You didn't go beat up that man? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I know jiu-jitsu. That's, that's why he's getting Quinn to learn jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> jiu-jitsu. <laughs> jiu-jitsu. <laughs> jiu-jitsu. I actually did it just so yes, I sure hear you, you say it someday. I know. Is that those knives? That's Gens- yeah. Gensu. Yeah. 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 All right. Helping them manage their emotions. Well, sure. Fifteen's um, a tough time for... Like, yeah. Helping them with their homework. I hate, well... As they get older, mm-hmm. though, you don't help them as much because yeah. you're
1: like, you on your own at this point. I don't know any of you that stuff. You should know this stuff. At this yeah. point,
2: my kid knows more than I know exactly. about what he's studying.
1: At mm-hmm.
3: some point, me helping is going to end up them failing. So
2: Yeah, my kid does. He's <laughs> like, Dad, no, you do it like this. And I'm like, right. you're right. Yep. You just mm-hmm. do that. Uh, helping them uh, to plan for their future, sure. worrying about their grades. And then body image, bullies, dating, and oh. social media. That's tough that's, for yeah. a 15 year old. Mm-hmm. Bullies mm-hmm. is the one thing I've always told my kids. I'm like, you tell me if there's a bully, and we will take care of it. Now, I did that better when they were younger because I can beat up a five year old. Right, but of course. Now, yeah. I'm like, how big is this bully? They have to get the authorities involved.
1: Once again, that's Gugitsu. It's coming into play right there. <laughs>
2: That's get you goo. I can't say that word. <laughs> but uh, there you go. That's what you have to look forward to, parents, if your kids are not grown yet. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good luck. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
1: We've stumbled onto something good here, I think. I guess. <laughs> well, we uh, was telling you the story about the lady who dropped her cell phone in, in the outhouse, and she dove in and got it. It still worked, thank goodness. That's how she got someone to help her get out
2: of the outhouse. Yeah, she fell <laughs> all the way in.
1: So we were actually uh, played to when we turned the uh, porta potty over on him. We were going to break a world record. But the whole
2: thing to, to do that was... A setup just so we could exactly. basically flip him over in a porta potty. <laughs> and
7: now the porta
2: potty <laughs> <laughs> stories are just rolling right in. <laughs> 93.7, what's your story?
7: I was uh, I used to run the Peachtree Road Race every year in, in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And, um, and the last few years, I'd go out there and spend the night. But initially, I just drove in to Winnick Mall where the race started. And so um, one morning, uh, I had got there really early, ran the race, got back. I was covered in sweat because it was July 4th after 10K, and I said, okay, I'm going to go in one of these porta-potties and change clothes because I didn't want to have to stop on my way back home. Oh! And so I get in there, and I change clothes, and on some dry clothes, and I think, well, I'm going to use the bathroom before I start driving home. I hear these forklifts. I hear this noise like machines <laughs> running. And so um, a forklift is coming. It picks up a porta-potty, and I think it all the way across the Lenox Square parking lot. Because they're moving them because they're getting ready for the fireworks that night. I'm banging on the door and Susie slows down the thing slows down. I jump out, you know, and I'm like, Please, somebody's in here and the guy was just laughing then, you know, he He moved me all the way across the parking lot. And I was terrified because I thought I was gonna be like loaded up on a truck and couldn't get the door open and haul the
2: that would have been horrible. That Drive halfway great. across the country in a toilet pot, porta <laughs> potty in a big
7: truck. Oh wow! So I always listen out if I have to use them now. Always listen out to make sure I don't hear anything running around me. You know what? That's why you
1: ladies need to have a second person go to the bathroom with you, just to be on, especially in a porta potty situation.
7: That's the Uh-oh. lookout. Here, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said I was by myself that year. Unfortunately, yeah, I didn't have any yeah. buddies. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> that is probably one of my favorite potty stories ever. All
7: right, <laughs> it was a lot of. i to laugh now, but I was terrified at the time. I yeah, I love
5: it. Thanks
1: for yeah. sharing.
7: Thank you. Bye.
5: All
2: right, it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety-three point seven.